0: Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 16, numero Says. All right. So I have been getting some really positive feedback about the religion law quizzes and a couple of, frankly, really helpful, uh, s- small suggestions on how to improve it. And what those two suggestions are are going to be one try to give kind of a more general overview when I as a lead into the questions to help give you the big picture perspective, because we're trying to make this practical and understandable. And then the second suggestion that I have or excuse me, that I have received is give an example, help help people understand how it can apply to them or how it applies generally. And I think those are good points. And you'll see that uh, in the next few quizzes, we're going to try that format. Hopefully you like it and hopefully it's helpful. So with all that being said, let's uh, jump into today's quiz. Today's quiz is very short. The question is How are RULIPA and RIFRA similar? Now, as you mull that one over, let's give big picture perspective. If you recall, we had the Supreme Court's decision in 1990, Smith v. Employment Division of Oregon, and that case uh, was really a landmark change in how the Supreme Court dealt with. laws of general applicability and whether it infringed on the First Amendment. So in response to that, if you'll recall, Congress passed the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which sought to impose the kind of pre-Smith jurisprudence so that when you have a federal statute, the government has to show that it has a compelling interest for doing what it's doing and, and that it's doing it in the least restrictive means possible. But then the Supreme Court said, whoa, hold on there. RIFRA doesn't apply to the states. So then you had several, but not all states pass their own RIFRA statutes. But then Congress came along and wanted to pass some additional legislation dealing with land use restrictions and prisoner rights. And so Congress passed RULIPA, uh, which does apply to the states. Now we've covered these in earlier uh, religion law quizzes, but that's the big picture perspective. So the question here for you today is how are Rulipa and Rifra similar? What do you think? Well, the answer, uh, and this comes from a 2006, uh, statement from the Supreme court, uh, and I'll just read it here. The Rulipa allows, Prisoners, quote, to seek religious accommodations pursuant to the same standard as set forth in RIFRA, close quote. So that's the answer for today's quiz uh, that yeah, Relipa and RIFRA are similar in the sense that the prisoners can seek religious accommodation pursuant to the same standards. Now, uh, I want and, um, that quote that I just read came from the Gonzales versus O Centro Espirita Beneficiante Unio. Uh, do vegetal decision from 2006. I'll have the citation in the show notes. I'm going to give you a couple of additional quotes here, or excuse me, one additional quote to help you further get the concept. And this quote comes from the Supreme Court's 2014 Burwell v Hobby Lobby stores. What the Supreme Court said is, quote, RIFRA prohibits the government from substantially burdening a person's exercise of religion, even if the burden results from a rule of general applicability, unless the government demonstrates that application of the burden to the person, one, is in furtherance of a compelling governmental interest, and two, is the least restrictive means of furthering that compelling governmental interest. Close quote. So, those are the two key points there in referee One, you have to have a, a compelling governmental interest, and then two, it has to be the least restrictive means to do that. So the practical application, uh, and again, this is how we're trying to improve these podcasts. How does that apply? Show, show me an example in real life. Give me something tangible, something I can sink my teeth into so I can understand it. Well, a perfect example of this came from the Supreme Court's 2015 decision in Holt v. Hobbs. And what happened in that case is you had a Muslim prisoner who was down in Arkansas. The Muslim pr- prisoner uh, filed a challenge under the RULIP, the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Person Act. Uh, and he was challenging the denial of the religious religious accommodation request to the department's a uh, grooming policy and the the muslim prisoner wanted to essentially grow a, a bigger beard uh for religious purposes well it goes all the way up to the supreme court and what the supreme court finds or holds is that this uh grooming policy that the uh arkansas department of corrections had it it substantially burdened this prisoner's uh, exercise of religion and uh the policy did not further uh the the uh, Arkansas Department of Corrections overall policy of wanting to stop prisoners from getting contraband into the the prison system the court says hey this this policy is not the least restrictive means of doing this uh and it's not the least restrictive means of Stopping prisoners from hiding their identities. And so you can see, <clears throat> excuse me, how this plays out in practice. You have a government restriction or regulation, in this case, a policy, uh, which the prisoner officials, you know, they, they may have good intentions when they're trying to do it. I mean, clearly you don't want to get contraband going into prisons. But this policy ends up burdening, uh, in this case, the prisoner's rights to his religious expression, i.e., growing a beard. And so the question is is this being done in the least restrictive way? And under the facts of this case, the Supreme Court said no, it's not. And so obviously, if it's not the least restrictive means possible, therefore, it's violating Rulipa and the uh, prisoner and a uh, prisoner can have his rights uh, vindicated so that he can, you know, live his religion. All right. Hopefully that was helpful today. Trying to give the examples to make it a little more tangible and understandable. I'll see you uh, for our next quiz. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, religion law quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.